Hey everyone, it's Jamie Crozier here, and welcome to the Organize Like a Pro podcast. Well, about two weeks ago, we received that phone call. Yes, we are in the time of the COVID-19 pandemic, and we received the phone call about an exposure with our son. And so it started the two-week mandatory quarantine for him. And this got me thinking. I had to find out very quickly how to help a child through quarantine. Now, we had had quarantine before, as many of you listening to this, when COVID-19 first hit in March, we had a long time of quarantine and we were all doing it together. But then we got back to life and we got back to school and back to different things. And now in this season, in the last two weeks, it was only my son who needed to be quarantined and I could still go to work and my husband could still go to work and my daughter could still go to school. But since he had the exposure, he was the one who needed to be quarantined. And so this kind of made a different type of situation. And so I have some tips for you. If you find yourself in this situation, I thought I would just share a few things that I learned along the way that really made it better for us. So some things I'm going to talk about, I have four tips for how to help children in quarantine. The first one is to have a soft schedule. The second one is rearrange your schedule. The third one is give yourself do-overs too. And the last one is focus on the positives. So let's talk a little bit about these. Let's start with having a soft schedule. I am a very controlled person. I have like every hour of my day planned out, probably to the point that it's not very healthy. But I love to have a schedule. And something that I learned for this is it was good to have a routine and have a schedule for myself and for Eli while he was in quarantine and I was with him. But I needed to be very flexible. I needed to have a soft schedule. Now, I maybe had my own internal schedule or I kind of knew what I was going to do. But for him, it was important to give him a schedule so he could have some assurance that this is how the day was going to go. But yet, it wasn't so strict that it was stressful. And it was more about just giving him something to look forward to. So I would say when you think of a schedule for your child who is in quarantine, think about it depends on the age, but think about giving them something to look forward to at least every couple hours. So my son is eight years old. So for him, this was the schedule that he knew he knew that he was going to be able to get up and have breakfast with the family we have breakfast at 6.25 every morning. He looked forward to that. I think we were still gonna all have breakfast together. And then he knew he was gonna work on schoolwork, but he knew that after schoolwork, he was going to have a chance to have some hot chocolate, which was a special treat. I even went and got those really big marshmallows that are like <laughs> the size of your fist um, for him for his hot chocolate. Then I told him, after that, we are gonna go on a walk together. We were just blessed with really good weather the past couple of weeks. So we were able to be outside and go for a walk. Then I told him when we got back from the walk, we were going to have some schoolwork to do at that time. And then he was going to have some alone playtime. He could do whatever he wants at that time. If he wants to be on his iPad or if he wants to play out 
outside in the yard or Legos or watch a movie. Whatever he wanted to do, he got to pick it and he was going to have his alone time. After that, we were going to play a game together. Then before too long, Sissy would be home from school and they could play together. And then however it worked for us to have lunch in that time, we did. So for him, he just knew breakfast, schoolwork, hot chocolate, which was super fun. That was the best part. And then walk with mom and then schoolwork, alone time. But then he was going to have a game with mom and he could pick out the game we could play. And then he got to wait for Sissy to come home. So he had some things throughout the day to look forward to. He kind of knew this was the schedule. He could kind of check it off as we went, but we were really flexible if something came up. Uh, For example, his teacher, who is awesome, wanted to do a few Zoom calls with him. And so we just rearranged our schedule for that. But then he got to see his teacher and he got to have a Zoom call. He got to do some work with his class all together on the computer, which was really, Really, really cool. We're so thankful to have good teachers and a school district that cares about that. So we did have to rearrange some of those things around, but he knew those were the things that he was going to look forward to. That was the first tip. Have a soft schedule. The second tip is rearrange your schedule. Now, I know that this doesn't work for everyone. It just depends on what you do for a living. I do work full-time 45 hours outside of my home and I'm a full-time pastor and administrator and then also on the side I have this podcast I'm working on launching a second podcast and I have an online boutique and so it's you know it's hard for us to rearrange our schedule, but luckily for me, it worked out for me that I could get stuff done later in the day. So yeah, try as best as you can to whatever you can do as the adult, as the parent, to rearrange your schedule. I think that helps our children. So the way I did it is, you know, we had, why they had breakfast. I got breakfast already. We sat down and I did sit with them with my cup of coffee for a little bit, but then I let them finish breakfast and then I went and did a little bit of work. I checked my email. I got for the day. I looked at, okay, these are the things I have to do before the day is over. And I kind of set my priority list. Then when we went back, we did schoolwork together. He had his hot chocolate and we went on a walk. And then I let him do his schoolwork independently. And I sat at the table and I was there to help him if needed. But I sat at the table and did the work that I could do while he was doing his schoolwork. Then after that, he had, you know, his alone time to play. And that's where I could really focus on a little bit more work. I got some work time in there. And then we played a game together. And then when his sister came home from school, then he had an opportunity to play with her. And then the rest of the evening, I kind of just let myself work if I could on my, you know, day job stuff. (laughs) on my regular, you know, 45 hour stuff, I worked in the evenings. And I was super flexible with myself as far as laundry and dishes and a healthy dinner. I'm just going to be honest, like sometimes you have to let some things go. So you know, the dishes weren't done and the laundry wasn't done. And we had very quick, maybe not so healthy dinners so that I could focus on my time with them. And whatever time I did have left over, I could focus on getting my work done. So that worked out. Rearranging, you know, as much as we can to really focus on them, I think helps them feel like they're important and and they matter. And so that's where I found myself the last couple of weeks. I am going to rearrange my schedule where it seems appropriate and where I can. And I'm going to make sure that my children know, especially my son who was in quarantine, 
knows that that's a priority for me to make sure that he's okay. And if I can rearrange my schedule to spend some more time with him in these two weeks while he's home, then I'm going to do that. And he also needs to understand that there are some things that I just won't be able to rearrange and he'll need to be independent during those times so that I can work or do whatever needs to be done. So somewhere in the middle of that, but the responsibility to figure that out is on us. Like we are the parents, we are the adults. So wherever that is for you, whatever that looks like, think about it, pray about it, have that little plan and go with it. And I know that you're going to do great. Okay, so we talked about having a soft schedule and we talked about rearranging your schedule. The next tip is give yourself do-overs too. So I wanna share with you a story. I'm gonna be very vulnerable here. Okay, so a couple days ago, we are, I don't know, like 11 days in, you know, day, I don't know, of quarantine. Do you ever have those? You just don't know. It's like the days run on. And I've been home with him and I really enjoyed my time, but I'm gonna be completely honest. It was stressful. I'm sure it was stressful for him and everyone else too. And it was stressful for me because I saw the dishes piling up and I saw the laundry piling up and I didn't get a an episode posted on the podcast like I wanted to and the boutique didn't happen like the sales I wanted to put online I wasn't able to do there was a show that I was going to go to a vendor show with the boutique and you know I didn't go because I was home with Eli and so you know all of these things are stressing me out and I don't even realize to the point that they're stressing me out until I'm sitting at the table and I know that something that I have to do is I have to balance our checkbook and I'm sitting at the table and I tell the kids and I tell my husband like okay mom's gonna have to take some time and I'm gonna have to check out I have to balance our checkbook so I'm like stressed out about it because it's been two weeks. So I have double the amount that I normally have and I'm sitting down and I told the kids like basically, you know, I gave them directions what to do for dinner. I gave them, you know, I told them I was just going to be kind of alone for a little bit. And so my son Eli was apparently not paying attention to anything I said because I'm right in the middle of what I'm doing. And he says to me, mom, and he's like, when are we going to have dinner? And you know what? It just really struck me the wrong way. <laughs> do, you, do you ever have that? It just really struck me the wrong way. And I turned very slowly around in my chair and stared at him. And I think my husband and my daughter like held their breath, you know, that, <gasps> no, you didn't. <laughs> and I very calmly said, Elijah, I told you what to do for dinner. And I told you that I was going to be working on something very important. And I need you to pay attention to mom and not talk to me when I'm trying to get my work done. And I thought I was actually being very kind to him. I was being very careful because I could feel my heart beating and I really thought I was gonna blow up. And so he says very politely, he's like, I'm, I'm sorry, mom. And I'm like, fine. And I turn around and I continue my work. But inside, I am just boiling. Do you ever have this? Like, And then I'm just thinking like, I've done all this. I have sacrificed A, B, and C. I have rearranged how many days worth of stuff. I asked for one hour to sit and balance our checkbook. And he has the nerve to ask me a question that I already explained to him. So it's like bubbling inside of me. And I don't know what came over me, guys. 
I'm just going to be very honest. I have no idea what came over me. But a few minutes went by and I'm so upset about this. And so I turn around to him and I say very rudely, Elijah, turn off the TV and then go to your room and clean it up. To which he stares at me and turns off the TV and I can see his eyes starting to like fill up with tears. And you know what? Something inside of me was satisfied. (laughs) And he's like, okay. And then I say, how does that feel when you're just trying to do something and I make you stop what you're doing to get up and do something else? How does that feel? Because that's how you made me feel. And then I felt horrible that those words came out of my mouth. And so I just said, just forget it. Never mind. You don't have to go clean your room. Continue watching your show. And I shut my computer and I walked away for a few minutes. I needed a mommy time out. So I took a few minutes to myself. And then I called him into my bedroom. And when he walked in, I just, oh my goodness, I started crying. And so he's eight years old and I'm 40. (laughs) And I told him, buddy, what just happened was 100% my fault. I was completely in the wrong and I should have never spoken to you the way that I did. I am so sorry. Will you forgive me? And of course, you know, he does. And I was like, you know what? can I have a do-over? And he let me have a do-over and I did it again uh, where I said, you know, the appropriate thing I should have said and was, you know, hey, buddy, thanks for asking about dinner. Mom needs about a half hour to finish balancing the checkbook. Uh, But if you're hungry, I made sandwiches and you can go ahead and warm them up and have those for dinner. If you want me to help you, you're going to have to wait until I'm done. And I had a do-over. So give yourself do-overs too. You can always have a do-over and you can ask for forgiveness. And the last tip of the day is focus on the positives. So when we focus on the positives, I'm not trying to pretend that everything is rainbows and butterflies. I understand that there are hard parts to everyone's day, including children's day. So what we do is uh, we always ask the question. I ask both my children this every day. And so at the end of the day, I asked Eli the same thing, the same question at the end of his day. And I said, tell me about the hard parts of your day or tell me about parts of your day that made you sad and then I just listen and I don't judge and I say things like oh I understand how you feel or wow buddy that must have been really hard I'm sorry that happened you know the Bible talks about grieve with those who grieve and rejoice with those who rejoice and I think we can do that every single day with our kids too I'm not trying to pretend like those things don't exist I'm not telling him he has to suck it up I'm just listening and letting him know that I'm sorry those things happened. But then I ask, now tell me about some good parts of your day. Tell me about fun things that happened today. And then we spend more time on those and we celebrate those and we talk about those and we end our conversation on that positive. And then we, I say things like, I'm sad that you know this happened today, but I'm so thankful that we still had this fun thing and that fun thing. So for us, it sounded like, you know, I'm sad you were quarantined today and I'm sad you didn't get to see your friends. But wow, you got to have hot chocolate with huge marshmallows and we got to play Uno and you beat me and we had so much fun together. So when we focus on the positives, especially at the end of the day, I mean, I think you can do it all throughout the day, but if you focus on those positives at the end of the day, it really helped my son to fall asleep and be happy about his day and to look forward to the next day. So those are my tips to help children through quarantine have a soft schedule 
rearrange your schedule, give yourself do-overs too, and focus on the positives. Well, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I would love to know if you have any questions about today or any of our episodes or about organizing in general, or maybe you have an idea for an upcoming episode. Any of those things, will you send me an email? My email address is jamie at organizelikeapro.us. That's jamie, J-A-M-I-E, at organizelikeapro.us. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so that you do not miss out when a new episode drops. The show notes for today's episode and all of our episodes can be found on our website at organizelikeapro.us. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Jamie Crozier, and this is Organize Like a Pro.